Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, John June, and of course, I got my guy, Greg Penniman. It is Wednesday. October 12th, Greg, what is shaking? What's going on? Uh, yes, sir, Wednesday, getting ready for Thursday night, week six. I mean, yeah, it's, it's middle of the season, starting to get like starting bye weeks now and stuff. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be uh, really that money time where you got to sneak in these wins as much as possible. Yeah, definitely going to uh, have to overcome the bye weeks. Uh not a not a you know not a mega buy here. We only got four teams on the buy with the Detroit Lions, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Tennessee Titans, and the Houston Texans. And please, for the this for everything that is good, just do not put those players in your lineup because they won't score you points. Shout out to the Detroit Lions, though, for or Yahoo or whoever it is for keeping DeAndre Swift as out because the man is just chilling in my IR spot. It is love. <laughs> Dang. It's a beautiful thing. It's like an extra roster spot for a whole week, you know? Just I don't have to go through the whole like oh man, yeah, they, that's he's true, questionable man. Go, can wait, they make him yeah, go out? Goes out? Yeah. No, yeah. We're just chilling now. So uh it is Wednesday night, which means it does our Thursday night football preview. So we are going to break down some Thursday night football. But before we do that, got to get into streams of the week. Um, and last week was, uh, you know, we we always do the best that we can here. Uh, and last week, I think was, uh, I think outside of quarterbacks, I think it was a pretty solid week for us. Um, so let, let's see if we can recapture that magic, Greg. So who, who are you going with the quarterback stream of the week this week? Yeah. The only thing stopping us in streams of the week should be injuries. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with, uh, Carson Wentz this week going against the Chicago bears tomorrow night. Um, 40% rostered, um, so, you know, looking at Chicago's defenses opening up a little bit more on the perimeter. Uh, Justin Jefferson had that big game last week. Um, I think, you know, with the the pace of play that Washington likes to play, they do like to get a lot of pass attempts up. Uh, you know, he's, you know, Carson Wentz getting almost close to 40 a game. So uh, I think this is a good spot for him here to, to carry some points. As long as he just doesn't get sacked at a high level, high rate, um, he should have a, a solid day. Yeah, I, I like this one. I like this one so much that I also am going with Carson Wentz, uh, again, who's 48% rostered. Uh, in Yahoo leagues, yeah, he to you know, the last three weeks, Chicago's 13th, they allow the 13th most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Uh, once struggled two of the last three weeks, but if you look at his season as a whole, he's actually done well in good matchups, right? Uh, I mean, you look at what he did last week against Tennessee, uh, his mm-hmm. other two big games were against Detroit and Jacksonville, uh, two defenses we know that we can attack through the air, and so, um, Carson Wentz has has done well when when you know the you know when when it's right for the picking and so 
I'm I'm all in on Carson Wentz as as much as you can be all in on Carson Wentz this week. Uh, so yeah, the matchup is good. And in a week without Jared Goff, uh, no Derek Carr, uh, I think Carson Wentz is is a fine streaming option and somebody that can finish in the you know the the top twelve range for you. Yeah, yeah, especially if uh, Chicago decides to offense decides to put up points too, then it could be for a little shootout. Yeah, and I, you know, I like what you said. I mean, about the pace of play, I mean, uh, cars, the the Washington football team or the Commanders rather, um, they rank in the top twelve in no huddle usage on the first on early downs in the first three quarters. Uh, you know, so a neutral game script. So that's showing that they they want to go fast and. Even if uh, if Chicago does put up points, that means that they could end up going faster. So I definitely like that. Greg, what are we doing at tight end this week with the tight end streams of the week? Tight end, you know, it's always tough. Um, I think, you know, you got to look at someone that who can possibly get hot. Um, and I'm, that, I think it's going to be Evan Ingram versus Indy, uh, a vulnerable defense to the tight end position. Uh, he's 29% rostered. Uh, and then you just got to look at his usage. I mean, he's a guy that's getting about five targets a game this year. Uh, coming off, uh, you know, ten targets last week, with, which uh, were you know top five with, of tight ends getting targets. Um, so these are guys being used, especially even in a low scoring game that that was. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence looks to him, uh, so I think he can get some targets here. And you know, you don't want someone to to kill your day. Taysom Hill is off the board, so gotta get Evan Ingram. Yeah, Taysom Hill after his monstrous day, uh, definitely off the board. It's crazy. I got outbid for him in two leagues, and he was basically free last week. So crazy, um, crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm also going with Evan Ingram. Twenty nine percent roster Yahoo leagues. Uh, Indianapolis is the matchup. They allow the ninth most fancy points to the tight end position over these last three weeks, and that's pretty impressive because they played Denver and Tennessee the last two weeks and. Those two teams don't utilize the tight end at all. So uh, they, they did play Travis Kelsey the week before. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't have the numbers in front of me. So he, I don't even – I don't remember if that was a big Travis Kelsey game. Greg, do you remember that was the game? I know that was the game that Kansas City lost in Indy. Um, Travis Kelsey I'm, had a touchdown. It was touchdown. an average game. Um, he had a touchdown and he dropped another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he – I think that's the game he ended up with, like, 10 points maybe. Yeah, so they give up the ninth most fantasy points having played Travis Kelsey and two teams that don't utilize the tight end. So I'm willing to play Ingram, who, like you talked about, performed well last week. And over these last three weeks is seeing a pretty healthy 15% target share. Uh, so, yeah, definitely somebody that if you're hurting, um, you know, no TJ Hawkinson, no Darren Waller, uh, you know, wrote, you know, roll that guy out there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Greg, what are you doing at your defensive stream of the week this week? Defensive stream week, there are a lot of options for sure, but I'm gonna go with Cincinnati uh, versus New Orleans. Uh, Cincinnati top ten in uh, takeaways at eight this season, and it just matches up well with the fact that you know New Orleans is the uh, top team as far as giveaways. Um, they give the, they give the ball over the most in the league at thirteen. Uh, they have the lowest uh, turnover differential at minus eight. So a team that's, uh, you know, used to giving up some some uh, turnovers, I think Cincinnati can create some. Uh, it should be, uh, a, you know, fair scoring game, but um, I think Cincinnati won't kill you and they, they could create some stuff. Yeah, it's um, 
there's definitely options out there. None of them that I like feel great about though from a, from a defensive yeah. perspective. Uh, when I put these guys, you know, these defenses in my lineup, but um, for my defensive stream of the week, I I know I usually the last three weeks I've been attacking Chicago. Um, this week I'm a little do a little different though. I'm gonna go with Chicago. Um, you know, they are home, they are favored, so that's good process. Carson Wentz, uh, like you talked about, does get sacked. Also, does. does some reckless things sometimes with the football. He does. Um, Washington is initially where I wanted to go to keep up, obviously, with that, um, to keep up with that theme of going against Justin Fields, who is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league. But just like last week when we talked about going with Tennessee, um, actually, I, I, I did go Tennessee last week. I wanted to go Minnesota, yeah. but Tennessee was was my was uh, the choice because Minnesota was was over the roster threshold. Um, but you know, like we we talked about with Carson Wentz, he also does take a lot of sacks as well. So uh, Chicago, uh, you know, if, if Chase Young was healthy and going, uh, yeah, that makes I'd a huge feel difference. a lot better yeah. <laughs> about going Washington as my defensive stream. Um, but Washington's been a bad defense as well, and and like we saw with Minnesota last week, uh, who Minnesota is a bad defense, and I'm sure we know that. And we'll talk about that as the weeks go on, but. Um, which is nice that they're a bad defense because they got a good offense. So it's a great combination <laughs> for fantasy. Uh, but in terms of Washington here, them being a bad defense, you know, I, I'd rather just go with the the, the home favorites here, um, you know, in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, that game could go either be a nice scoring wise game, like, you know, how we thought that Cleveland game with, or it could be very ugly where a lot of turnovers are made. So, Either defense could be an option. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about some news and some injuries before we get into Thursday night football because there is some, there are some things to talk about. Um, you know, obviously we're gonna talk about some of these games tomorrow, but uh, you know, Tua Tua's out, Teddy Bridgewater's out, uh, so rookie T- Skylar Thompson will get a start this week for the Miami Dolphins. Um, can't for the life of me remember who they play off the top of my head. Minnesota, uh, which is why I was also thinking about them for defense through the week two, possibly, even though they're bad. Playing, <laughs> always playing a, a seventh round draft pick is nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, definitely an option. Um, but, yeah, with uh, Skylar Thompson starting, uh, you know, we, we will obviously talk about the game and, and whatnot, but, uh, you, you know, you, you – I guess if you had two, you were already making plans anyway. Uh, but James Conner, the ribs, uh, he didn't practice. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury talked about how he wasn't concerned, but they've been signing running backs to their practice squad. I think they did lose a running back, actually. Uh, another running back, Jonathan Ward, I believe, um, to send him to IR. But Eno Benjamin, I know, Greg, obviously you talked about him during the waiver show as being somebody – that we got to talk, that we got to we got to go out and 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 grab. Uh, so you know that's kind of all wheels up for him. Um, and then the rest of these injuries kind of come from this Thursday night game that we're going to talk about. Uh, I, that's a, that's not entirely true. Uh, Cooper Cup didn't practice with a foot, so he's expected to play. They do have a bye next week after this game this week against the Carolina Panthers, where. They're 10 and a half point favorites. So if you do have Cooper Cup, 
just have a you know contingency plan ready there for you yeah definitely yeah all right let's talk about thursday night football obviously uh if you are listening watching however you are consuming this show we definitely appreciate it uh just make sure you comment like subscribe whether you're listening on apple Podcasts, spotify google play or watching on youtube where we are also live on youtube as well as twitter and twitch so uh, yes, make sure you do all that fun, cool stuff. And now we can talk about some Thursday night football as the one in four Washington commanders travel to Chicago to take on the two and three Chicago Bears. This game has a 38 and a half point total where the Chicago Bears are one and a half point home favorites. Um, in terms of the weather, no weather concerns here. In terms of injuries, I know we talked about Chicago secondary. They actually get cornerback Jalen Johnson back, who uh, is their best corner. Um, you know, was out since week two or so, returns from a quad injury. Uh, Matthew Adams, uh, linebacker, he was pl- placed on injury reserve with a calf for Washington. Uh, running back Jonathan Williams, he's out with the knee. Wide receiver Jahan Dotson out with the hamstring. And tight end Logan Thomas is out of this game with a calf. Um, Cornerback William Jackson out with a back. Offensive tackle Sam Cosme out with a – I have actually no idea what the injury is. And then safety Percy Butler is also out in this game. Greg, where are you going with this matchup here? I think I'm going to take the over – I'm gonna take this is tough. Uh, I'm gonna take Chicago to win though. Uh, it's covering Chicago to win. Um, just I think them being at home will give them <clears throat> the advantage. They are two and zero at home this year. Uh, you know, Washington now hasn't won a game on the road this year as, uh, as well. Uh, seem to get a little motivated. I think rely on the run game. So for them, uh, I do like love Devin Montgomery in this matchup. He's RB one. We know when he's healthy and he's active, he's going to get these touches um, and get and get and will work. So he looked good last week in his, his return. So I'm, I'm starting him. Uh, as far as the receivers, uh, the only one I may be willing to play is Darren Mooney as a low and fl- deep league flex, but I still am not touching anything other than Dave Montgomery, I think, uh, unless you're really desperate. Uh, on the Washington side, Carson Wentz, we both like him as stream of the week. Uh, so I think he gets some opportunities here um, to, you know, not to kill your day, get about 250 yards, maybe two touchdowns. Um, yeah, and Antonio Gibson, uh, Brian Robinson, I think, you know, slowly but surely, I think we'll start to see Brian Robinson get more used more and more. Um, I'm not, I'm still more, I think, in a wait and see mode to his blow up game. Um, but, uh, as far as Antonio Gibson, you probably would throw him out there as the, the guy, um, you know, I'm leaning towards, he's starting to get also, he's going to, you know, getting special team touches now. Now that Brian Robinson is in there, uh, so um, soon Brian Robinson, I think, is just going to eventually take this lead. But I think he's about a week or two away. The receivers: Terry McLaurin um, playing him. Um, as far as there, Jeff, Justin Jefferson had a big day. So I think the whoever gets, you know, Curtis Samuel, uh, Terry McLaurin. I think those, those guys you can rely on uh, as wide receiver twos. Curtis Samuel, I think, still has the higher upside. Um, getting. Uh, a steady amount of touches, uh, targets. 
And yeah, that's, that's about it for me. Yeah, I am going to take the over. I'm going to do something weird and take Washington to cover one and a half, but take Chicago to win because I just feel like this close, this game is going to be like that close. Yeah, Could I think the line even moved even. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, This line is according to FanDuel Sportsbook and um, hashtag not a sponsor. But on the Chicago side, <laughs> I will take – you know, Dave Montgomery, absolutely. Uh, you know, I agree with your assessment. I think he's an RB2 with definite RB1 upside. Uh, Washington is actually, you know, they've been decent against the run, but they they struggle as a pass defense, uh, which, you know, definitely puts Monty in line for some touchdown opportunities because whether they're moving the ball down the field, you know, or however they're moving it down the field, Montgomery's, you know, he's going to be involved in that. And when they score touchdowns, he'll be involved in that as well. Justin Fields. He's a QB two. Uh, played well last week in a good matchup. Uh, could do it again here. Might be an option for you in two quarterback leagues. Um, you know, I almost went full tilt and put, you know, rage benched Russell Wilson for Justin Fields uh, for tomorrow. Uh, but I, you know, my 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 better self took over, uh, and I I didn't rage bench just uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Justin Fields definitely in play as a QB two, uh, you know, especially in two quarterback leagues, with uh, a couple of guys on by like we talked about. Um, on the Washington side, Carson Wentz, borderline QB one, obviously our stream of the week, so we we like him. Um, on the in terms of wide receivers, me and you are on the same page here. Curtis Samuel, he's still the wide receiver to play. Twenty one percent target share the last three weeks. Um, Terry McLaurin has an 18% target share the last two weeks. So, you know, the last three weeks. So not not too far behind Curtis Samuel. That could flip-flop either way. But, you know, this is just from a perspective. If I have both these guys, like which one would I would I want to play? And that answer would be uh, Curtis Samuel just because of the volume. Um, although Terry McLaurin is playing the higher leverage role, you know, 14.8% or 14.4 ADOT averaging 14.8 yards per reception. So uh, I don't know. Has he scored yet? Uh, Terry McLaurin, yeah, he has one touchdown. In yeah. week one, right? Week like, one, yeah. Yeah, man. Crazy to me. Um, anyway, so, you know, Diami Brown has the teams in receiving yards, though, so. He leads the team in receiving yards? Still, yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah, um, yeah that means touchdowns should be coming at some point, man. It really, yeah. They really have to. Uh, Diami Brown, he has a role with Jahan Dotson out, uh, although, you know, he's going to continue to be a wide receiver three, I think. Uh, you know, or the matchup is not very good for him um, per se, but, I, you know, I think that, what am I saying? No, the matchup is fine. You can play Diami Brown as a des- desperation flex. Like, all right, would you rather play Diami Brown or Darnell Mooney? Diami Brown. Yeah. Diami Brown. Just for that upside. The upside um, of being in the offense, right? Yeah. I think I'm going to yeah. go Darnell Mooney on that just because the, tar- the at least the targets are going to be there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the qu- <laughs> he only has 10 catches on the year. Like, no, Donald Mooney has ten receptions on the year. That's, <laughs> <it>. like, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, 
of dialing his his catch rate's gotta be so low. I'm always oh the last three weeks is fifty percent. I'm always looking through this like short three week lens that I you know I, like today for the first yeah. time I saw the the top five who's leading the league in receiving yards and who's leading the league in in rushing yards and all that stuff. So it's always you know that's always fun. But uh, speaking of rushing yards, Brian, I think Brian Robinson's time is here. Like I think it's, I think it's this week. I think it's this week. Um, you know, he, he was a he was I, I think he's gonna be a bit more involved. He he had a 53% rush share last week, which if I which if, if I believe that this is correct, it's either the third or fourth highest that a running back has seen for Washington this season. Obviously, the previous ones are all held by Antonio Gibson. The problem is he only had those 53% was nine attempts last week. In a game in which you know Tennessee was down or Washington was down and had to play catch up a little bit and, and air the ball out, but uh, the matchup is nice against Chicago. They they over the last three weeks they allowed the 11th most fancy points to the running back position. So if you're looking for an RB three, you know you don't have Josh Jacobs, you don't have a DeAndre Swift or Jamal Williams or you know D- Damian Pierce or Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It's prime time. Like the man just got bro and back. like. I don't want to. Yeah, right. Like he's coming back. Yep, it's prime time. Back. Yeah, it's like, prime time. It fits. Like they're, like, they're gonna talk about it the whole game. The whole oh game. Oh my god, yeah. this kid Brian Robinson. Yep. You know the incredible story. Yep. Like, and I hate that we're even doing this right now. But like, yeah, it's t- it's it's tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'm on, I'm on board. I think I believe I'm, that. I'm yeah. like in a league. I'm half between going Brian Robinson over James Robinson. I'm oh, like wow. really having that conversation right now, going back and forth, and I have until tomorrow to make the decision. So, um, you know, I, right now it's Brian Robinson, but do a little bit more more digging and analysis tomorrow. Um, Greg, do you have a bold prediction for the people? I can't tell if. You are thinking intently, Greg, or if you are currently frozen. I'm gonna, gonna go. Oh, you guess you were thinking intently. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Brian Robinson gets a touchdown, gets a rushing touchdown. I like that because yeah. I put that bet in. I think it was plus two sixty when I did plus two forty. Uh, I I love when our our uh, bold predictions are in sync like this because mm-hmm. I'm going with Brian Robinson for 60 plus rushing yards. The current line is at 40. At least I saw it on FanDuel Sportsbook at 49 and a half. Okay. Um, but you can get the alternate line at 60 plus rushing yards on FanDuel Sportsbook for plus 148. Again, Chicago, not a very good run defense. Uh, Brian Robinson is going to get the touches. I think 60 rushing yards is definitely in play here. Uh, and I like the touchdown. I was going to do 60 yards in the touchdown, but Cor- Cortland Sutton burned me on that last week. So I was like, yeah, he got the yardage for you. I mean, that wasn't his fault, though. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, his. Yeah. If Geno Smith was the quarterback, though, he would have got it. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got to stop doing this to Russ. People are going to think I'm a, I'm, I'm a Russ hater. Um, but. 
in regards to Brian Robinson, over 60 rushing yards, uh, yeah, I, I like that. On the touchdown, I like it. Uh, if you can get them both, parlay them together, I like that too. Yeah, that would be a nice hit. Um, all right, y'all. Well, that was it. We don't have a panic room segment for you today. Um, so we're just going to kind of going to close this out here cuz we are recording this kind of late, you know, it's 9 about to be 9:40 p.m. So guys tomorrow but not this late. Hopefully not this late. But next time y'all, obviously that's next time is tomorrow. We'll see y'all here live. Or you can listen on podcast platform if you want to. Or watch it later. Or Twitch. Or Twitter. On Are demand, you? baby. On demand. Um, <laughs> you said what, Chris? We on demand at all times. All, all times. All times. All right? So, um, you know, if you want to, like, obviously on your commute to work, you're driving, you want to listen to me and Greg talk about fantasy football, I mean, why wouldn't you want to do that? Right? Like, it's the best time you can have to talk about fantasy football. Anyways... Much appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Um, and obviously, we're going to do starts of the week and game previews uh, for the afternoon games on Saturday. So make sure you tap in for that. Uh, but until next time, y'all, we'll holler at you later. Have a good one. We're out of here. Peace. Yeah.